0: Good morning, Fabcasters. This is R Bar with the Drive Time Podcast. Dude, so stoked. I am so stoked because we just finished another Freedom Vision workshop. A, a workshop where people get to come in and join the fear generation. Fear generation, meaning our fear is only in God, fear of God and not fear of man, not fear of people's reaction, not fear of the dark, not fear of Satan, not fear of the enemy, only fear of God, meaning we do what pleases the Father. And we have this vision that that people, in or out of the church, are completely set free. Set free from the fear of of showing people how much they need a Savior. I mean, I love, I love, love doing this. Yesterday's session we started at seven in the morning, we ended at four in the afternoon. I mean, nine hours of solid just hanging out, praying. Every every section in there begins with a prayer. Lord, would you bring things to my heart? Would you bring things to my mind? Would you would you convict me of sin? Uh, would you show me what I need to know? And probably my, my favorite line in, in the whole thing is, man, I have never told anybody that before, because to me, when that, when that kind of, you know, knowledge has, has been dropped, um, it means someone's tasted freedom for the first time. And however, however old they are, whether they're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 I mean, we, we brought all those age brackets through that means that's a lot of bondage. It means if, if if there was a thirty-year secret, or a twenty-year secret, or a ten-year secret, and they say, "Man, I've never told anybody this before," that means God's allowed them to taste freedom, and to taste it for the first time, it just sets people free. When they when they and then they read a verse like Galatians five, and they and they say, "Wow, that's it's for freedom that Christ has created me to to be free and to walk in that. I was supposed to be walking like this all along." I thought I thought there was things I was just supposed to hide. And we go, no, no, that's why Jesus died on the cross. He absorbed that. So yesterday some heavy, heavy, heavy things were dropped. I mean, there's a section on on renouncing um, crime, you know, being obe- being disobedient to civil authorities. I mean that's so in that particular section, there's going to be illegal things dropped and uh, there's gonna be crimes I mean I, I've talked to a guy that, that held a liquor store at gunpoint and and did time for it uh, talking to guys that have, have have murdered innocent men talking to people who have molested kids talking to people who have who have uh, raped others talking to people who have embezzled money talking to people who have you fill in the blank. You fill in the blank, and even in your own mind, you're probably thinking, "What would I share in that?" Or it might be the opposite. You might be thinking, "Well, I would have nothing to share. My life's been pretty boring. I haven't done anything." See, we've either we've either hurt people, or we've been hurt. That those are the those are the categories. Or there's even a third category. where are like, "Well, I've lived a really..." Sheltered life. I haven't hurt anybody. Nobody's hurt me, and uh, that's where I'm at. So I would have a pretty boring freedom vision section. No, 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 no. That's that's not true. So I'm not afraid to take anybody through because when they would see their need for a savior, everything drops. If there's been any sense of pride, like any any sense of I'm better than people. Well, after this workshop, after this day of prayer and confessing and renouncing of sin, that just disappears because when a person gets in touch with how desperately they need the Savior, there's no room for gossip anymore. There's no room for pride anymore. There's no room for, I better point out, that person's sin, and there's definitely no room for. Listening to a sermon in church and saying, "Oh man, this is good. This is going to be great for so and so." Hold on, it's about to get loud. We got a uh, fire truck coming. Let me hide the mic here. Okay, that wasn't that loud. Up, <clears throat> oh, and here comes the ambulance. Let's pray. Hey, let's pray for these people. Lord, I, I pray let me honk it I got to honk at them. Don't, don't go yeah let's do that let's pray instead of rubbernecking here Lord whoever just got hurt whoever needs the ambulance the fire truck um, would you guard their mind against the attack of the enemy to be to be anxious to be worried would you meet them right now and comfort them Lord the body wasn't meant to be broken whatever has happened if they've been hurt if they've broken a bone they've they've lacerated their, their eyebrow no matter what it is the body wasn't meant to bleed like that it's not how you designed it you designed our bodies to be perfect so would you would you heal them as a, as a means of showing people around um, your power that you are the healer and that um, what life would look like in the kingdom to come that's what I pray for Lord for the mom or dad that might that might find out later on today that their son or daughter was in an accident or hurt or have to visit in the hospital, or, or even worst of all, um, death, would you be their comfort? Would you be their their joy? And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so back to the Freedom Vision workshop thing. Is that what we were talking about? I totally forgot. Yeah, this is for everybody. I've never met a person who didn't need to either be set free by the Savior or to maintain freedom. see those two categories? But there's really more than that. There's, there's being set free from the bondage of, of slavery to sin, and then there's a freedom that comes after that freedom. So my heart is for people who grew up in the church, people who have been going to church their whole life, but they, they still feel shame. They still feel like they have to look around to see, to wonder what people are going to think if they raise their hands in church. That's the deepest type of enslavement and bondage that I've seen in the church. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to exchange the truth of God for a lie, and it it is so evil and offensive to care more about what people think than to think what God thinks. Do, do we? And so this is where someone might say, "Well, I have nothing to share in those little freedom, in your little freedom workshops, Ryan, right? or whatever you guys do all across the U.S., whatever you and Dan do, or Doug does, or Mike does, or Andy does, or Chad does." I can't relate to that. Um, but, but you can relate because if, if there's ever been a moment where you've cared more about what, what people thought over than God thoughts it means you were enslaved. If there's ever been any shame or guilt to talk about what's happened in the past there's shame and there's guilt. If, if, if it's time to pray For a meal or if it's time to pray in the midst of an event and your prayers sound the same every single time and they lack power you're enslaved you're probably enslaved if your prayers aren't deeper than now now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep and if I die before I wake I I," something like that If if your prayer is nothing more than a repeated cute little prayer That a five that my five-year-old says, my four-year-old says, then, then you probably haven't been set free. You know, if it's, well, bless me, bless my dog, bless my food, bless, bless me, bless grandpa, bless grandma. You're you're probably either six years old, or you just you're an adult, but you haven't been set free. Because where the Lord sets people free, they they are, He takes over and they start praying, Lord, I need you today. That this is an attitude, this is a mindset of someone who the Lord has grabbed a hold of it, Is, is their prayer is, I need nothing but you, God. I've made a God out of several things. I've made a God out of success. I've made a God out of ambition. I've made a God out of controlling my kids. I've made a God out of judging my wife. I've made a God out of being fearful In the midst of a house of worship. And I was afraid to get down on my knees and for fear of people. So Lord, come and save me today. I submit myself to you. Lord, would you love others through me? That's the kind of stuff that I love to see when when people sit down in this thing and they give their life to the Lord and He does it different every time. And He might not even do it through these little workshops. He might just it might be in someone's living room where they, where the Holy Spirit's convicted him to be honest about their porn struggle with their spouse and just to bring it up. Sometimes it happens like that. And I read about Jesus. Sometimes he says, hey, get out of that tree. I'm coming to your house. Another guy, he says, go, go. Your daughter's she's not dead. She's alive. Go. Your faith has healed her. Sometimes he, he spits on the ground and he mixes mud and he puts it in people's eyes. He's, he does it different every time. So I'm not saying this is the way, the only way, I, but I'm just saying it's a way that God has, has brought into my life and to several of other, others in my friend's life. And it's something that we're going to continue to do until the Lord closes this door. Is to set captives free. To set the captives free. This is what Jesus came to do. Not merely just to bring physical healing, like I prayed for this guy that that whoever crashed down the road, I'm gonna pray for physical healing, but I'm also I am also going to pray, okay, for the true spiritual healing, for the renovation of the heart, that God would pluck their heart out and replace it with His own heart, so that they're never the same. All right, uh, if you want to ask me more about this freedom vision thing, okay, look it up. On Twitter, hashtag freedom in Christ, hashtag freedom vision, uh, hashtag fear hashtag for all believers. We're all over it. Uh, you can look on Instagram as well, fear generation, at fear generation, um, at for underscore all underscore believers. We're still trying to get at for all believers back, but it's some um, Justin Bieber fanatic. Give us that website, please. Give us that hashtag uh, f- uh, Freedom Vision. Okay? Look us up. Hit us up for our org. Talk to you guys later. Let's set up your workshop today. All right, later. Bye.